The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The Supreme Court of Virginia dismissed a lawsuit from a group of Chesapeake parents trying to undo Governor Glenn Youngkin's executive order on school mask mandates. According to the ruling, the Supreme Court doesn't have the latitude to rule on the issue. The governor and local school boards have some amount of discretion when carrying out their duties. The Supreme Court said it can't force them to do or not do something, even if what they're doing is illegal. Another lawsuit filed by several school boards targeting Yunkin's school mask order is still ongoing. Legislative proposals to make it easier for charter schools to open in the state are facing stiff opposition in the General Assembly. Stacey Haney, chief lobbyist for the Virginia School Boards Association, spoke in opposition of a bill yesterday that would allow the state to create regional entities to authorize charter schools. Haney pointed out the discretion the proposal would give charters. It exempts these new types of charter schools from every single type of regulation. You don't even have to have licensed teachers under these these types of charter schools. While the legislation is advancing in the GOP-controlled House, its Senate version has failed to get support. The only bill related to charter schools that is still viable would allow public colleges and private businesses to open them. The Senate version of that proposal hasn't gotten a hearing yet. The Virginia Senate has rejected a bill that would eliminate every mandatory minimum criminal sentence. Among the no votes were two Democrats. A mandatory minimum sentence is the shortest period of incarceration that a judge can impose against a defendant. Advocates say these sentences do not reduce crime, but instead force judges and juries to ignore the unique circumstances of individual cases. Republican Senator Mark Obenshane voted against the bill. He argued some of the mandatory minimums should be repealed. But I cannot support a bill that repeals a mandatory minimum of one year for involuntary manslaughter or a minimum of forcible sodomy for five years. We need to look at these one by one. A 2020 state report found black Virginians who are incarcerated on average are serving more sentences that have mandatory minimum penalties than their white counterparts. Takeout and delivery cocktails could be here to stay in Virginia for another two years. The rule was originally set to expire this summer, but the Virginia House of Delegates and Senate have both passed bills that would allow bars and restaurants to continue selling alcoholic beverages to go. Proponents say it helps struggling businesses cope with the economic impact of the pandemic. A majority of states have allowed cocktails to go in some form during the pandemic, according to the National Restaurant Association. After several years of advocacy by D.C. Congresswoman Eleanor Holmes Norton, D.C. will finally have two statues displayed in the U.S. Capitol. The unveiling will take place later this month. Elliot Williams from partner station WAMU has more. For over 150 years, all 50 states have been allowed to install two statues in the Capitol building. Norton says the installation of the second statue represents the district's struggle for statehood. In 2013, D.C.'s statue of Frederick Douglass was unveiled in Congress, and now a statue of Pierre L'Enfant by sculptor Gordon Cray will stand in the memorial door foyer. 
Norton and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi will host a dedication ceremony on February 28th. Due to COVID restrictions, the event won't be open to visitors, but it will be live-streamed. That was Elliot Williams reporting. Today is the last day for COVID-19 testing at the Richmond Raceways Community Testing Center. Officials with the state and local health departments say they're transitioning the clinic into a mobile testing model due to lower demand at the raceway site. A new schedule for mobile events will be posted on the Richmond and Henrico Health District website. To find a COVID-19 testing clinic in your area, go to rchd.com or call 804-205-3501. A home Henrietta Lacks once lived in was demolished. Lacks has been described as the mother of modern medicine. According to the Roanoke Times, code enforcement officials and the owner of the condemned home did not know that the Roanoke-born woman had lived in it. Local historian and former mayor Nelson Harris had discovered Lax's father's name in local records tying the family to the property. Harris filed a request for a state historical marker to be placed by the site, which he says could be approved later this year. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.